0: I wanna get to some breaking news though regarding the International Monetary Fund which released its economic outlook this morning. And the IMF says that we are in for the worst recession since the Great Depression. Investing legend gives dire warning. We're gonna go over some shocking information in this video. So sit down, buckle up. Definitely wanna pour yourself that stiff drink. This is gonna blow your mind
1: it's happening it's obviously it's still a lot of people in mass hypnosis and a lot of it's by design right like these people are psychopathic geniuses and they know that the core of the entire communist system is a central banking financial system so you know they fund all the media they get everyone pissed off about wall street or being black or being white or being mago or antifa and they just distract everyone from as you said the core problem Bleak predictions from the World Bank Group as the COVID 19 pandemic continues to ravage economies. You know, I, I think if I could leave you with a lasting impression here, it's that the next three to four months are going to be worse than financial markets are braced for at the moment.
0: Welcome everybody to the Down the Rabbit Hole Midweek Edition. It's good to have you along. I'm Big D and I will be your host for this evening, for this podcast. <laughs> As our world continues just to just go mad around us, it's our job to recognize it, call attention to it, be prepared for it. And fight back against it, because everything we've been talking about, uh, the World Economic Forum, the, da- the, 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 the Davos Group, Bilderberg Group, the elites, everything all the things that they've been talking about, they're all coming to, f- to fruition <laughs> in real time. It is, it's amazing. If it, if it wasn't so frightening, it would be fascinating. It's almost like we're watching a, a movie, which I... I know I've brought that up before, but and not to go back to old analogies, but it is crazy what's going on in the world, and and we're you know a year in, and yeah, there's some things here and there that uh, you know seem to be a, a little better, but for the most part, things are getting worse, way worse, and they're about to get even worse. I I heard Joe Biden the other day, uh, I think it was just yesterday. Somebody asked him, you know, when they, he thought we would be out of all of this. And remember, this is the guy with the plan. He was going to come in with the plan and now he's talking about next Christmas. So they just keep kicking everything down the road and uh, keep piling on with all the restrictions and yeah, they open up a little bit here or there, but they just keep, you know, lying about the test, lying about the numbers and it is unbelievable. So I got to, I got to interesting show i think here tonight for you we're going to later on we're going to get caught up on some of the news because we're going to what I, what i'm doing here is is we're connecting dots we're connecting dots because a lot of this stuff is coming in fast and furious and it gets lost it, get, it gets lost the mainstream media is not reporting on this and it comes in from all angles and from all over the world and it, it flies by and if you don't if you don't recognize it if you don't pay attention to it, then a lot of times you don't see it, but it's there, and they're, and they're, they're projecting to us <laughs> what they're doing, and, and, and every now and then, some reporter or uh, somebody catches them uh, speaking truth, and, and you got to grab it, and then at the end, I've got some good news for you. I, I've got some really cool resources and, and some good news for uh, those of us who are in the fight Against this global reset and what's coming our way, but I wanted to start off today talking about finances, and I, I, I'm not going to get technical. I'm not going to get into big details. I am not a, I'm not a financial advisor. I don't even work in the financial industry, but I pay attention to it. I, I've done well for myself, and, and so. I, I pay attention to the market. I pay attention to global economy. I pay attention to what's going on around here. i um, I have rental property. I have stocks. I have cryptocurrency. so I, I I pay attention to it. and what what's coming down the pipe, and all the experts ar- around are sounding the alarm, and it seems like nobody's paying attention. It, it's like it's like some guy out in the middle of the woods screaming, and it's just getting swallowed up. So I want you to be prepared. That's why we're here, is for us to be prepared for what's coming. You know, always uh, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. I'm not saying, I'm not guaranteeing that there's a huge economic crash coming, but all the signs, all the signs are pointing to it. All the top economists are talking about it. And uh, when we go through some of the things that we're going to go through here, I think you're going to, I think you'll see it too. And then we're going to talk about what we can do to prepare for it, because that is the key. We want to be prepared and to share the information. I want you to share this information with, with those around you, those you, that you care for, whether they receive it or not, you know, we can't control that, but you can at least let them know and if they ask and what you're doing, you can explain it. So let's take a look at... Uh, I, I, so I, I put it down into five things, and, and this, isn't, this isn't like rock solid, but, but these are five things that are indicators of a, a, a massive, what we call stagflation, or huge economic upturn, a depression, which we are heading into like total economic chaos is coming. And we, we can't help it. When you shut down the world economy and barely let it trickle for a year and, and you prop everything up with funny money that you that, that the feds and and the World Bank prints up and just hands out. And our our you know gross domestic product is is you know basically flatlined. We're headed for some some major problem. People, some people haven't been paying rent for a year, and they've kicked that can all the way to June. So you have homeowners who have ha- had to eat and pay. You know they're paying double mortgage if they're paying for their house and their rental house or or houses. You have apartment buildings. Say so you have an apartment building with hundred units, and let's just say, I don't know, maybe a fourth of them. Can't, can't afford it you can't kick them out and they're living there and they're using all the utilities and they're and they're not paying anything and if they can't afford rent now, how are they going to afford by the time this is over 14, 15, twenty thousand dollars that they're going to owe for the back rent, how's that going to work? It's not you watch Mark my word, it will be a forgiveness that that's where it's going. Because what they want to do is they want to, they want to take everybody down. They want to, they're taking down all the small businesses, all the mom-and-pop stores. Big businesses are getting mega wealthy right now. They want to go to a global economy, knock out the local economy. Therefore, that also affects where you live, where you shop, how you move, everything. It's all coming. So let's take a look real quick uh, again, I'm not going to get into too big a detail because I don't want your eyes to glaze over and 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 i'm and I don't think it'll be boring, but to some people, finances you know they're like, yeah whatever I don't have any money yeah, but this is more this is this is more than money in the bank this is about how you're going to survive when the huge crash comes so first of all, here's some indicators of economic downturn first of all One of the indicators is sky high stocks. And I don't know if you're in the stock market or not, or if you just hear it like at the top of the hour when they get, you know, the the Nasdaq is up or the the Dow is up or it's down or it's mixed or whatever. Maybe that's all you hear. But right now, stock the stock market is you heard Trump talk about a V recovery. Like we had a major dip. And if you're smart, you bought in. I bought a lot of stocks when it dumped down there, and now it has moved back up, and and it's gone. It's actually gone to record highs, based on what? It's not based on actual sales. It's not based on like I, for instance, Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. Uh, nobody's taking cruises right now. That stock dropped to about twenty dollars, and I bought in on it. It's now up to 70. Nothing's changed. They're not cruising. Nobody's going on cruises. They're still shut down. It's all, everything right now, with the exception of, I'll just say like Amazon, you know, Google, some of the tech stocks, some of the health stocks, yeah, some of that's strong, but most stocks right now are propped up on an, on an idea and based on a belief that when everything opens up, people will then go gung-ho and spend and spend and spend. They're banking on the fact that you and I are saving money because we have nothing else to do, right? We're sitting at home. We, we can't really buy much. And so we're putting money away. Uh, but think about how many people are out, are out of work. They're not saving anything. And so there's this there's this idea that the, the market, as soon as everything opens up it's going to you know it will justify these high stocks all indications are no second uh second indicator are soaring housing prices now this you know this also depends upon where you live in the country where i live it it is yeah the the market's crazy it's skyrocketed but it's it doesn't really make sense because a lot of people are are unemployed, a lot of people have taken big hits financially um, there's not a whole lot of movement in the market yet the prices are going up prices are going up and up and up and we we saw this uh in two thousand and seven before the big huge crash in two thousand eight because the uh interest loans are super super low right now and there's a lot there's money in the bank supposedly and so you can get a loan but when the housing when the housing prices are out of reach because they're so high they're out of reach and people can't move you're not going to get uh you're going to get a lot of people who are upside down in their houses i remember i mean i remember in um uh early 2000s when you could get a loan for plus one like it was plus 125 so you could actually borrow more than the value of your house or you could remortgage your house for 125 percent. it was crazy it was just set up for failure and that's what we're seeing right now i don't i'm not going to get into the major detail on all of these but i'm just going to give you sort of an overview uh third indicator uh for a global or we'll just say here in the u.s but this this is happening global trust me uh, looming foreclosure and eviction crisis. Now, this we know, we know this is going to happen. You have a lot of people who are living in rental units, whether it be apartments, duplexes, or houses, who haven't been paying, can't pay, can't afford to pay. They're not paying. You can't evict them because uh, the government has put a nix on that. And, you know, so when they finally lift the veil on that, you are going to see a mass, massive eviction going on. You you are going to see a huge reshuffling of people. And if the people who have been renting are saving their money, well, they might be able to get into another place. But you're going to see a huge movement down. A lot of people are not going to be able to afford what they we're once, we're once uh, you know paying for, and therefore, they're going to have to go down. Uh, and there would be massive losses in the, the mortgage company. Because if let's say at my rental house, fortunately, it's paid for. And so I, I don't have to worry about that. But let's say I'm carrying a mortgage on my rental. My renter is not paying it. I take a downturn, and I can only port forward the mortgage on the house I'm living in. So therefore, I'm going to have to let that house go. At some point, I'm either going to have to sell it, I'm going to have to sell it fast, or I'm just going to have to uh, let the bank have it back. And that's what's going to happen. You're going to see a lot, a lot of that. So that's going to put a lot of pressure on the uh, economy as well. Uh, Commercial real estate woes, yeah, that's a big one. You're going to see because people are working from home. Businesses have figured this out. M- way less office space is going to be rented. There's this reshifting, and this is all by design. This is all by design. Uh, it's, go listen to some uh, interviews with George Soros, with Bill Gates, and all they talk about this. This has been what they want. They want to bring down the economy. They want to water down the dollar. They want to bring down the economy. They basically want to wreck the middle class. And commercial real estate is going to take a huge hit. Uh, there's going to be way less building. There's going to be lots of empty space. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to look like a, a disaster film. You're just going to see big buildings just completely empty because nobody can afford to go in there, or the the company had to give it back to the bank, and they don't know what to do with it. So it is going to be. Those are five things that that are pretty easy to look at and say, yes, thumbs up to all of those. All of those are in play right now. And our, so in the United States, the federal government just keeps kind of kicking this down the road. They're not really addressing it. What they're doing is they are printing money, funny money, borrowing money from China. Um, you know, the, the feds say, yep, just print it all up. And then they're handing it out. Well, this causes is going to cause mass inflation. You're going to see the price of everything skyrocket because our supply is down. What we're making in the United States is down. Um, so there's not as many goods on, you know, on the market. So when you have not as many goods and, of course, the price is going to go up, then the feds pump in a bunch of a bunch of funny money, and when I say a bunch, that's whether you get $1,600, sixteen hundred, two thousand, whatever. Uh, it's not going to be worth anything because as prices go up, that dollar is worth way less. So if you have two, so if you have two thousand dollars now, you want to go buy a really nice. Uh, I'll just say fifty inch TV. You can get a really decent one for about eight hundred dollars. Well, tack another zero to that. That's what inflation' going to do. Everything's going to go up, and the dollar value will go way down. and then we, and then we, uh, we go upside down. And th- this is, these are some of the things that are coming away. When's this going to happen? Well, that, I can't tell you. Uh, a lot of people are um, uh, pointing towards the, the latter ha- well, I've seen everything from a month. From now to, uh, you know, in the next six months, I don't know. I, I'm not going to predict it. I just I do know it's coming. You're going to see empty shelves, um, because the supply line is down. the 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 demand is going to be way way higher than what's out there, and it's going to be it's going to be tight. It's going to be tough. You know when you're going to have to when you're going to have to pay. Rent's going to go up. Everything's gas is going to go up. I don't, I don't know if you were around in the 70s when we had the gas crisis. Probably a lot of you are too young. But there was a time in the 70s when we had a massive gas uh, crisis. And you could only buy gas like uh, two days a week. There'd be, there'd be cars lined up two, three blocks, people getting in fights. Uh, gas stations would basically pump gas till they were out. And then that was it. And you had to go find somewhere else. It was brutal. It was brutal. And I, I fear we're heading towards those kind of things, and not just at the gas station. I think you're going to see it at the grocery store. I think you're going to see it at uh, any kind of, uh, you know, I would say Best Buy, Home Depot, any because the supply chain, the supply line is massively being affected right now. And the, you could just Google that. Google up supply chain, Supply Line USA, and you can see that it is really, really uh, in, in – it's hurting. It's in bad, bad shape. So, what do we do about it? What, what do we do to protect ourselves? And, I, you know, so I'm going to try to keep this simple as well. Uh, if you would like to, you know, if you want to have a dialogue about it, just email us at uh, down the RH at protonmail. And uh, I'll be glad to talk to you more about it. But I'm going to give you some simple steps that I think, well, I know will help you um, be prepared and to weather this storm uh, because we have to be ready for this stuff. We really do. I mean, they're, they're trying to make serfs and slaves out of, of the middle and lower class. They're destroying the middle class, trying to drive it down to the lower class, they, and they want to basically have the ruling elite, which would be the one world government and those who uh, you know bow to that and get a really decent position with uh, with that. And if, if that's, that's what you want to angle towards – well, go ahead. Um, me, I'm fighting the whole thing. I, I'm not going to be a part of this system. You know, it's, uh, it's the one-world system. It's the beast system. It's the, uh, you know, it's the global elite system. It's the new world order. H- however you want to frame it, it, it's here, and it's coming big time. And pretty soon, oh, another indicator, uh that I didn't get to is the AI aspect, which is which is something we will talk about probably the, the next time we get together on a midweek podcast, because what's coming down the pipe with AI? Uh, and we're already hearing chatter about this in a lot of ways. You know, the government in the U.S. is talking about this uh, increasing the minimum wage across the board up to 15 bucks an hour. A lot of companies can't do that, so they, they're already discussing robotics and AI replacing humans. And um, it's coming. So what do we do? All right, here's some things that I believe I, I wrote these down because I believe these um, are simple simple principles that you can practice, and you can do it right now and, uh, and and prepare yourself. One, you have to learn to live within your means. And I don't mean to come off sounding like a parent, but but that is a key essential. you have to you have to rein your finances in. You've got to get on top of your finances and learn to live, not just me, I live below my means. I live pretty well below my income level. That way I can set stuff aside, I can invest it, I have a nest egg or whatever. I know not everybody's able to do that, but whatever your situation is, you need to sit down, write, down, write out what you're making, what you're spending what you're spending it on get it under wraps maybe you got to drop netflix maybe you have to uh, you know stop buying a starbucks you know uh, every day or pare it down or whatever you got to live within your means you have to cuz if you're in debt then you're a slave you you've got to get out of that uh, just a general rule of thumb that I live on it, it, with my income uh 50% of my income I spend on like housing, groceries, utilities, um, you know, those kind of things. Uh, I spend about 20% on what I'll call um, wants or, you know, things that I, things that I, recreation or whatever, like shopping, dining out, hobbies. And I don't always spend that. It, I, I, it's there, but I don't always spend it all. But that's how I, I portion it out. And then I put uh, twenty to twenty five percent away for uh, emergency savings, and that's it's just a good rule of thumb. Uh, I the other thing is to um, well I talked about cut back on your spending, grow your emergency savings, even if you just put it, it just even if you're just putting twenty five bucks away. It, it, if you open up a Roth IRA. Uh, invest in gold and uh, put, put it into a, a mutual fund, um, like an index fund or something. To, if you can just do, tw- you know, whatever you can do 15, 20, 25 bucks a month, more, more if you can, put it in. Just uh, pay yourself. Pay yourself first when you get paid and invest in yourself. You, you need to do that. You'll be surprised at how fast. Uh, that rolls up the other thing and this is one that I'm working on right now uh, sell your unwanted stuff or or donate it if you need the tax for tax purposes but it's a good way to uh, to pare down in your life it's a good way to sort of streamline things in case you got you got to be on the move or you have to move is to sell your un- sell your unwanted stuff stuff that you don't need stuff that's been lying around. Uh, it's just staring at you. You don't need it anymore. Somebody may want it, or again, go donate it somewhere and get the tax write-off for it. And uh, number five, and this is a big, big one: pay down your debts. Pay them off as best. As, if you can be debt-free, if you can be debt-free, you, you really need to be. I can't emphasize that enough. Uh, I have two daughters. It, it, that is the biggest thing I drill in on them is to be debt free as much as possible. I mean, if you have a mortgage, fine, uh, but don't get into you know like a two, two car, a car or two cars uh, uh, payments. Just outright buy a car, even if it's even if it's not as great a car, and then save up to pay cash for one. Um, don't go into debt on your credit card. Pay that thing off. You, you need to be as debt free as possible. You need to be, su- and I hate this term, but sustaining. You need to be self sustaining, self sufficient, better term. Be self sufficient. Have resources that you can go to. Okay? These are all important. This is all important because what is coming down the pipe, what is going to hit us, there will be those who survive and those who don't. You know? We have a homeless cri- homelessness crisis in the U.S. It is going to explode, and, you know, you need to be prepared for that. I'm gonna, I, and a couple of other things that I do, th- this you can do or not, uh, I have been, um, <laughs> hoarding is not the word, but I, I've been uh, purchasing heirloom seeds. You can get them through all kinds of seed stores, you can get them on Amazon. They're called heirloom seeds. They are uh, they're, they're self they're pollinated seeds that you can store for up to 20 to 25 years. And if you put them in the freezer or a cool place, they will stay there. And I probably have I have probably 10, 10 years worth of seeds. Because if things go down, they if they, they go really really bad, then you always have those to to either barter with, and that's important because bartering is going to be a big currency when everything goes sideways. The other thing that I collect or, or that I, I have, I have for, uh, for my household, I have 30 days food supply that is stored away. And it's... Um, it's it's all dry goods. It's stuff that will be good for twenty five to thirty years. It's sealed up, and I uh, you know I don't have any plans. Hopefully I don't ever have to use it, but I invested in it just in case. Just in case you never know. I mean look look what's going on in Texas. You know right now the, Texas is in a is in a free fall. They have massive power outages. They, it's freezing down there. There are people dying in their homes because they can't get to their grocery store. The grocery stores are all closed. Freeways are closed. It, it's, so it can happen any time. It, do, it doesn't have to be this, the apocalypse that's coming from, uh, you know, from the global elites our way. It can be any time. So it's smart to have that kind of stuff on hand. Uh, and then I think the last thing you really need to do is you need to start um, – improving your uh, your skills and I'm not talking about you know, going back to school is fine but you should learn some sort of trade or whatever you're good at you need to get better at it because when things go when things go down and they limit uh, your, our movement we're confined to our neighborhoods uh, when uh, you can't get to the store when you um, the grid goes down, Whatever, whatever's coming our way, because you know it's whatever it is, it's not good and it's going to be multi layered. We know that. Um, bartering is going to be a really big thing. Nobody's going to care about your dollar or my dollar because it's not going to be worth anything. What do they care? What they're going to want is services, goods. You can trade these things. I, I have some friends. Who, went, who have a sealed pack, like, I don't know, 50 cartons of cigarettes w- waiting for this time because they're going to use that as a bartering tool. Your neighbors out there, you know, he, he, you smell steak on the grill. Uh, you go over and say, hey, where did you get the meat? This guy got a bunch in my freezer and uh, maybe you can make a deal. So that's important. Improve your skills and your education. And the last thing is don't panic sell. A lot of people do this. It's very common and it's easy to do. It's easy to get caught up in it. And I'm talking about uh, whether it be your your you know like your stocks or things that mean a lot to you. Cuz w- earlier when I said get rid of stuff, sell stuff, I'm talking about things that you don't that you're not necessarily using that you don't, you know, you're tired of, you you haven't used for a long time. Something means a lot to you, something's valuable to you or you have stocks or you have gold or you have silver or whatever don't panic sell hang on to it because it, it it's it'll it, you know in the long run hopefully it will rebound but panic selling you just it's not a good move you get depressed uh you, you know you worry about all the money that you lost and and so forth so it is coming though things things are things are ramping up uh all right well let's shift gears here and get caught up on some things that are going on around the world that that fit into this narrative that tells us what's coming down. Uh, I found this on the uh, Nebraska's NPR uh, website, and I'll put a lot of these uh, into the show notes. Uh, home gardeners are driving up demands for seeds, and seed companies can't keep up. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. A lot of people don't think Seeds are important. You need to learn to grow your own food. You really do. Whether it's container gardening, whether it's uh, if you live in an apartment, it's out on your balcony, or you can find a green space, or uh, you know a pea patch close by, or whatever, grow your own food. Because we know Bill Gates bought up all this farmland. We don't know what he's doing with it, but he wants to corner the market on farming, on food, and everything, and. Hey, if you trust him, go for it. Me, I don't trust him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat anything that's <laughs> that Bill Gates is pushing out there. Much like his vaccines. So seed companies. A lot of people are are getting hip to this, and they are hoarding seeds. And it's time to get in on that. If if you uh, if you think that's something you're um, you're lacking, thought this was interesting. Scientists have taught spinach to send emails and it could warn us about climate change. <laughs> so, this comes to us from the Euronews. And it says uh, Through nanotechnology, engineers at MIT in the U.S. have transformed spinach into sensors capable of detecting explosive materials. These plants are then able to wirele- wirelessly relay this information back to the scientist. When spinach roots uh, detect the presence of nitro aromatics, in groundwater compound often found in explosives like landmines and carbon nanotubes, uh, the carbon nanotubes within the plant leaves emit a signal. This signal is then read by an infrared camera, sending an email <laughs> alert to the scientist. So there, uh, so you know, we're getting high tech with food now. We're getting high, super high tech with food. Um, Here's another story. This is from the Weston A. Price Foundation. Proposed FDA rule threatens small farms and food businesses. Uh, The FDA is proposing a new rule that would apply to almost everyone involved in the food system, including farms, cottage food, operators, co-ops, and restaurants. For foods that FDA lists as, quote, high risk, the proposed rule imposes extensive record-keeping requirements, including electronic spreadsheets. GPS coordinates of where the foods are grown and the location, date, and time that the food is harvested, cooled, packed, shipped, or used as, a, as an ingredient in another food. There's another story I read where they're actually going to, from whether it be uh, fish, beef, plants, whatever, they're going to uh, basically label with a chip every single one and track them, through the supply chain system, and even if they, uh, let's say they portion out a fish or they portion out a calf, every single piece gets a chip, and they know they can track it wherever it goes, right to your house. That's frightening. Oh yeah, that's so. Uh, how Internet of Things, AI, and blockchain can transform supply chains in three steps. This comes from Forbes. Uh. The most significant transformation opportunity in managing supply chains will be the ability to know the past, present, and future of every asset across the entire supply chain. They will need to provide every asset and supply chain with an identity, uh, enable connectivity and data transfer between the assets, just put food in there, across the supply chain and manage all of these assets automatically. And I will put this in the show. I don't want to read all of it, but... It goes in about how they're going to basically, uh, whether you're picking coffee beans or you're picking bananas or whatever, they're going to tag it, ID it, and follow it through its entire um, chain. That's crazy. Uh, So mentioned Texas earlier. Texas Agricultural Commissioner issues red alert over food supply chain. Yeah, they're having a problem right now. And the Texas Agricultural Commissioner issued a dire warning Tuesday about the statewide impact of the winter storm on agriculture and the food supply chain. Commissioner says farmers and ranchers across the state are seeing devastating effects from the cold weather on livestock, feed, and agriculture products. Issuing a red alert uh, about the food supply chain saying... um, that the they're not going to be able to get it to the stores and uh it's it's they're they're having to they had to dump 8 million dollars worth of milk down the drain every day so far since the power's been out grocery stores are already unable to get shipments of dairy products store shelves are empty we're looking at a food supply chain problem well if that can happen in Texas that can happen anywhere and um so uh, speaking of, so here's another one from Bloomberg. This came january twenty six the day Europe's power grid came close to a massive blackout. They had a uh, a problem in Europe where their grid split and they caught it just it was similar to Texas. It wasn't so much cold weather related. it was something else. I'll put this in there as well. Um, But one of the quotes was, it's not a question about if a blackout in some European regions will happen. It's only a question of when it will happen. Blackout might happen even in countries with high standards in electricity grid security. Interestingly enough, we've heard Klaus Schwab say the next crisis are going to be blackouts and food problems. And here we are. This is all projection. They're getting everybody ready for it. And we're seeing it on smaller scales. When's it going to hit? uh you know the big uh the big scale uh let's see all right <laughs> enough on the food because i know a lot of you think i'm crazy on i'm <laughs> crazy the food it's not, not that i'm obsessed with food but when when you when i'm doing all my research and these things pop up and they and they all connect the dots connect you got to bring it up i thought this was fascinating Uh, I found, this is from February 14th, 2021, German Parliament ratifies Agenda ID 2020 and Bill Gates' vaccination package for global depopulation. Uh, January 29th, German Parliament ratified the implementation of Agenda ID 2020 uh, and will be rolling out uh, on the back of the Wuhan uh, coronavirus pandemic. The centralized general electronic data collection program will profile every citizen in Germany and grant access to every government agency, police department, as well as to the private sector. Up to 200 points of information and possibly more as time goes on will be included in the program. These include people's bank accounts, shopping habits, health records, including vaccination records, political inclinations, on and on it goes. Um I I will I will add this uh as well to uh and Switzerland is going to uh, vote on it in early March. So it's uh, it's there. The it's not a conspiracy. It it's out there. We we know that the uh you can just go to the website agenda id 2020 and they 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 tell you what they want to do. Now we have governments that are voting on it. You know, around the world. So it's 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 coming. It's it's here. Uh, Let's see what's this Uh, Oh yeah So this is over in England Government considering domestic vaccine passports For supermarkets and other businesses Uh, Dominique Rob It's R-A-A-B I'll just say Rabe Said the possibility of vaccine passports Is under consideration Uh, When he was asked um, Let's see Let me find this Oh yeah Uh, When pressed on the possibility of domestic vaccine passport where you have to show a bit of paper to get into a supermarket or something like that, he said, it's under consideration. But, of course, you've got to make it workable. So they're thinking about it. I mean, that's that's their underhanded way of saying, yes, we we just haven't worked out all the bugs yet. So in the UK, they've got already on the table. You're not going to be able to go to the supermarket or other businesses without this domestic vaccine passport. So good times there. All right, let's get to some good news before we get on out of here. Uh, and I appreciate you guys hanging in there. I know. I I, I hope you I, I hope you're not too uh, you know bummed about the financial part, but it is very important, and it is coming down the pipe. And if you just Google up, you know, uh, economic crisis twenty twenty one coming economic crisis there are is article after article after article after article and all the top economists are screaming out that it is coming so wanted to get you hip on that but here's some good news okay we need some good news there are people fighting back and we need to be we need to be supportive and we need to be part of it and i thought this was great the peruvian court rules so this is, let's see, when was this? Um, uh, so this is 14 days ago. Peruvian court rules that Bill Gates, George Soros, are criminally, criminally liable for creating the COVID-19 pandemic. Bill Gates, George Soros, and several members of the Rockefeller mem- uh, family were deemed responsible for the advent and spread of the Wuhan virus, which has killed tens of thousands of small businesses and forever changed the world for the worst. A Peruvian court charged the group with responsibility for creating the coronavirus pandemic. Well, bless these folks. Way to go, judges. Way to go, Peru. I don't know. You know, it's, it's a start. It's a start. It may not do anything, but it's a start. If we can get Peru, we can get some other countries involved and and just and, and get this, maybe this will get the ball rolling. You know, maybe this will get people to to, to wake up. Um, and call these people on, on the carpet. I thought this was just interesting. In, uh, in the article, it says, in particular, the document cites financial investor George Soros, uh, Bill Gates, and the Rockefeller family of billionaires are accused of managing and continuing to, to direct the virus into the new world order. So there you go. Peru, way to go. Good job. Now, here's a website that I think uh, I'm going to put it in the link. I think you should all go to. I think you should get to know who they are, uh, uh, support them if you can, or also just uh, stay on top of what they're doing. It's called AgraWatch, um, A-G-R-A, AgraWatch. It's a community alliance for global justice. They are a grassroots grassroots watchdog group Challenging the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation's questionable agricultural programs in Africa, including its Alliance for Green Revolution in Africa. And they've also expanded out to uh, the U.S. because he's bought all this farmland. It's a watch group that they're watching and, and, and reporting on what Bill Gates is doing, what the, the Gates Foundation is doing and, and all the atrocities they've done um, what their move, what their next moves are, and it's really great. I, I went through this. There's some videos. That it's it's got all the people that are involved. You can sign up for their newsletter. Um, tells you how you can get involved if you're in, in, interested. It's got a resources uh, link, and it's really great. Global Alliance for Global Justice, kind of a weird name, but AgriWatch is the group. And they're keeping an eye on on Billy boy, Billy Boy Gates. who by the way, I don't know if you heard this, but Bill Gates basically has came out and said that all rich company, countries, all rich countries, people in rich countries have to get used to eating uh, basically fake meat because there's not enough meat to go around. And he said I know it doesn't taste great right now. But they're working on it, and it's going to get better. Oh, guess who's guess who's heavily invested in the the two major fake meat companies? Yeah, you got it. So, so Bill Gates, I'm sure I'm sure he's sitting back and uh, enjoying a you know nice big steak or hamburger every now and then. But the rest of you peons, no, 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 you're going to have to get used to not eating real meat. I'll see if I can pull that up before we get on out here and read more on that. This is I, I'm going to also put this in the link because I think this this is fan just fantastic, and you should dive into this thing, and and you're going to get so much information. It is called the Greater Reset. The Greater Reset, and it is a, it's a website. Uh, they had a webinar uh live stream webinar um i don't know about maybe about a month ago uh but you can still watch all the videos on there and it is full of information about how to fight back against the the great reset and they have fantastic people on here some you'll recognize some you don't know uh talking about all kind of things all kind of things talking about um you know, how, how, to grow, how to grow gardens, how, how to live off the grid, um, how to be an activist against it, you know, where you can go, um, just different ways uh, like how to fight back on a digital scale, um, you know, how to build a community uh, that is, you know, that's insular, where you can, um, you know, support each other. It's called the Greater Reset. It is fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. All right, let me see if I can um, let me see if I can type this up real quick. All right, here we go. Uh, so, Bill Gates says all rich con- countries should move to one hundred percent synthetic beef. Bill Gates suggests that developed nations should completely replace their consumption of cattle-driven beef with sin- synthetic alternatives. Uh, for Africa and poor countries, we'll have to use animal genetics to dramatically raise the amount of beef per emissions. And then he goes on into all this nonsense, <laughs> which Bill Gates usually spouts out. Yeah, he's invested in uh, Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat. Big surprise there, which is why I, you think you think that's why he's pushing everybody go to you know fake meat. Yeah, I, I would guess that's the case. So, anyway, Bill Gates, he just needs to shut up and go away. Honestly, I'm, I'm just tired of him. There's there's several of these figures that are on the world scene. That if you're like me, you just you can't even hear their voice anymore because it's, it's so annoying. And they've just put themselves in this position to, you know, and they pay to get out in front of people to tell them what to do because they, they, they just believe they know what's best for everybody. And it's just, it's annoying. So... We need to we need to just cancel out <laughs> Bill Gates, Fauci, you know, a lot of these these talking heads that are just annoying us to death. All right. Well, before I get on out of here, this is another this is another thing I found. And and I hope it puts a smile on your face like it did mine, because uh, this is a guy in England. <laughs> he's a street musician and he's uh, he's out in this square and he's just got this great song. He's got a great spirit. He, he's uh, His eyes are wide open. He sees what's going on, and it's what I'm going to leave you with. So uh, I want to thank everybody for taking some time out to spend with me here. Uh, I do appreciate it, and we always appreciate your emails at downtherh at protonmail.com. If you want to be on our list in case we get canceled, then we can email you our episodes. So everybody... Have a great rest of the week, and I will see you Sunday night back here with Brandon. This is, I don't even know this guy's name, but I think you're going to like this song. Everybody, put a smile on your face and have a great week.
1: You can stick your new world order up your ass.
0: You can stick your new world order up your ass.
1: You can stick your new world honor when the sun don't shine, but honor. Stick your new world order up your ass. Singing, we are the 99%. Singing, we are the 90 Together, we are magic. We are the 99%. We don't be arrested in a dressing gown. We don't be arrested in a dressing gown. We don't be arrested in a. She is such a sinner. blue skies when the chemtrails are all gone. There'll be blue skies when the chemtrails are all done. There'll be blue skies when the chemtrails and the evil plant fails. Blue skies when the chemtrails are all done. Stick your poison vaccines up your ass. You can stick your TV programs up your ass. You can stick your GMO foods, and we ain't gonna go to school. Stick your Georgia gas stones up your ass. Singing, we are the 99%. Singing, we are the 99%. Singing, we are the 90. Together we are mighty. We are the 99%. I'd rather be a human than a slave. Oh, I'd rather be a human than a slave. Oh, I'd rather be a human. Don't you know that you can? Rather be a human than a slave. You can, your new world order your you can stick your new world order up your ass. You can stick your new world order up your ass. You can stick your new world order. When the sun do shine but after, stick your new world order your